Hey guys, what's up? It's Dakota T. Jones for the Stitchers After Show, and do not go anywhere because we have a special guest. Inducing Snitch, Stitch NeuroSync in three, two, one, here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Stitchers After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We have a lot to talk about today, and this episode is titled The Guest. And speaking of guest, we have a special guest with us here today. Would you like to introduce yourself and let us know where we can find you on social media? Absolutely. Uh, I'm Tash Rajan. I play Linus on Stitchers. Yes. Uh, on Freeform. And social media, at Tash Rajan. That's both Twitter... Instagram, Facebook is just Ritesh Rajan. Snapchat is also Tash Rajan. So it's hard to uh, forget. That's good. Very simple. <laughs> so you, uh, you, I take it your name is Tash Rajan. Well, that's what everyone calls <laughs> That's what everyone calls it. It's easy to remember Tash. Yeah, so. exactly. Is. I know yeah. I've, I, I've talked to people and like whenever we talk about you, they'll be like, is it is it Ritesh or Ritesh? And I'm like, it's not that hard. Like, yeah. yeah. It just sort of turns into, I'm like, yeah, I'm Ritesh. And they're like, huh? And then I'm yeah. like, I'm Tash. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that sticks and better. Just, they remember it. So. But where can we find you on <laughs> social media? What's up, guys? You can find me all the time to talk stitchers at Double G on TV. All right. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. So, like I said before, this episode is titled The Guest, and it is season two, episode nine. And we only have one more episode left. This is it. We're at the, you know, last Dude. hurrah. <sighs> It makes me two. so sad. Like, what are we going to do with our Thursday nights now? Dude, I Tuesday. don't know. Tuesday. Oh, I'm so Thursday nights. I have no idea Tuesday. what you're doing on Thursday. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, what are you we, doing? We kick back and watch TV on Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. we come in for work yeah. on Thursday. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you think that Stitchers is on Thursday, because it's always on your mind, right? I know, so, exactly. Yeah. It is. I feel exactly. like I'm stitched into all the time when I come in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, basically, um, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go through the episode, discuss what happened, right, cool. and then at the end, we have some of the questions that you guys sent in so we will make sure to ask some of those yes and we also have our live chat so you know filling in for becca on the social media front in our live chat i'll be yes. talking to all of you guys so feel free to message in and we might even ask ritesh some questions yes so, all right tune in it's exciting so basically what happens is we open up the scene and it is maggie and fisher and they're in the lab discussing this leaked case that we really don't know anything about at this point yeah in the episode yeah um Basically, it's, it, it involves basically this high-tech kind of uh, app startup. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, due to the contents of the case, they don't want to release the information. So yeah. the two of them, you know, kind of do their adult thing and go at it. And, you know, you have the NSA and LAPD and, you know, they both step on each other's toes. I know. Like exactly. They always do. <laughs> exactly. And it's kind of funny because, you know, when, when it opened up, I was like, wait, did, did I miss an episode? Like, I don't remember something uh, getting ready like, to be leaked. Like, was it a cliffhanger? Yeah. The yeah you, the, a... Episode 9 is pretty cool in the way that it was formatted. Yeah. You kind of have the, you know, the flashbacks and yeah. it's told kind of in that manner to sort of put the pieces together and, you know tell a story yeah kind of interesting I know I, I love that they did that because it made it different because you know we start with like a flash forward where yeah. you know we we like see okay this little clip it here and then it flashes or it goes to like normal time where we see Ivy Brown showing up at Kirsten's door mm -hmm. which I was like super excited about because yes. I was like okay who is this is it gonna be you know someone we know is yeah. it not gonna be someone we know 
And, um, yeah, she says basically she wanted to just show up and be like, you know what? I'm not going to tell you where my dad is. I just wanted to tell you that. Bye. <laughs> and I was yes. like, wait a minute. It's pretty, pretty aggressive. You yeah, know, very pretty aggressive. forward. Very assertive, but, uh, but you know what? Uh, you could tell they're related. Both very assertive <laughs> young women. That's what I was going to yeah. say. That's I, what I was going to say. And I was going to say on the formatting, it felt a little uh, stitchception, you know? <laughs> because, yes, we have the flashback. And in the flashback, you guys stitch into someone which goes even further it's back. True. So I was yeah. like... I tried to do stitch my section. notes like flashback number one, and then I do stitch number one. Then I'm like, oh, this is going to give me a headache. <laughs> it got too complicated. Yeah, I tried, exactly. tried to do that. So, but it was very well done. You guys, uh, you know, you're a behind the scenes team. You know, I'm blanking out on that word, but yeah, definitely a great job with this one. Very artistically well yeah. put together. Very unique. You know, the uh, the crew and the you know, post production team in terms of handling the stitches this season are just really fantastic. You know, we tried to step it up and you know just improve on what we did on season one and I hope you know everyone thinks that I do yeah so I, I, I think, think it's much more intense and kind of just more intricate and yeah you know, they're just beautifully shot yeah exactly the, the proof so. is in the pudding when you see those scenes put together I think and me and Dakota Becca we talk about that all the time yeah I love how basically the first season we we kind of like the first few episodes we kind of established like the characters and everything and then it just goes straight into it and I love how every single episode is like a different story in itself like you never I mean there's interlying yeah. stories but it just has a new outline every episode which i think keeps it very interesting and has made it very successful thank you you know yeah it's one of those things where it's such a, a high concept show and such a you know kind of complicated idea it's always you know when people are like so what's the show about and i'm like well you know and it just it's like yeah. it can turn into a mouthful yeah. it's so, like a show you have to watch it to make sense yeah so the first couple of episodes are really sort of about laying the foundation and kind of the education for the audience to mm. be able to be like, oh, okay, I understand. And then they don't have to think about the concept. And, you know, they're really just focusing on the relationships between the characters yeah. and the cases and how the cases kind of intertwine with the characters and, you know, push the storyline. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, we see that, and I think we've seen... We're going to be talking about it soon enough. I, I know we have a very... It was a big episode. Yeah. But we will be asking your character and a certain other character. All right. You know, I can't <laughs> wait to talk to you guys about that. He's very um, passionate about the relationships. Oh, yes, yeah, so, yeah. you know, finally I get to... You know what? Why not? I mean, that's what the... Freeform is built on you ships. Know, yeah, I, I didn't know what that word meant. <laughs> really? Until, like, people were hitting me up on Instagram, and I'm like... What the hell is shipping? Like, yeah. What are they talking about? You're like, what ship? I don't there was remember. A, I kept getting uh, the hashtag. Was it the o OTP? I was yeah. like, what is that? When yeah. preparing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what is that? I don't know what this is. Hey, I, I'm a, You're like, how do I respond? To yeah. This? <laughs> I'm gonna give you a secret right now. It's not who you think it is. I'm gonna ask you about. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. He's okay. got his own. He's got, got his own we, really deep fan some, theory. Huh? Yeah. You okay. know what? I got a strategy that well, I hope you know. I know that uh, your executive producer Jeff Schechter. I got a good idea for season three. Keep yeah. watching, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, full of ideas. I love it. Right, cool. But um, basically, Kirsten is, is nothing new to persuasion and, you know, trying to get her way. So I love how she turned it around really quick and was like, you know what? Uh, you know, how about we, we have a little exchange of information here? Like, uh, she was thinking she was going to just kind of barely give her inf any information to be able to reveal the location of her father. But uh, she tells her how, you know, your father is really a murderer. And Ivy's like, wait a minute, what? Like, she does not believe this at all. And that's what really gets her attention. She's like, all right, I guess I'll come in for that coffee. Yeah, you know, it's kind of an interesting dynamic between the two characters because they both ex have two completely different experiences of their yeah. father. You know, and it's it's two sides of the coin, you know, and mm -hmm. I think they're both trying to f 
bridge the gap and find a common ground. But because they're on basically on opposite ends yeah. of the spectrum, it's difficult for them to kind of, you know, just reach over and, and grab and, and just be like, okay, well, you know, we're in this together. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of time and trust to kind of build those relationships. So, especially because they sort of started off so standoffish. Yeah. So... I compared them to like two magnets, you know, really opposite, right down to being blonde and brunette, which I found very, you know, like just we get the point on that one, you know. But yeah. you know, they because they are pushing against each other, they're both mm-hmm. so adamant. But at the end, they really they seem really tight. I don't know. They yeah. seem they yeah. seem tight. I mean, she says she doesn't know that her father did that. Personally, if I were Ivy Brown, I would say that too. If you brought it up. It's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know that my dad killed those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, know. from, from Ivy's, yeah. Ivy's perspective, you know, it's completely out of left field. You know, this is just I mean, secrets. You you know, your dad's a killer. I mean, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. She, she you know seems I mean? so nice, too. So those are the ones you got to watch out for. That's Especially, true. you know, the on quiet form. The quiet ones. <laughs> the quiet ones. Freeform, you got to watch out for the quiet ones. Um, but, you know, we find out Josh... Langston is the senator's son Mm -hmm. and that's basically she's telling Ivy the story and we're kind of going through the stitch and what happened and basically he is dead and it's the senator's son and it's because of this um, app called Zip Couch which from what I understand I was going to ask you just to be 110% clear is an app where you are able to rent like a place to stay for the night yeah it's it's basically I I think it's it's like the poor man Airbnb yeah you know (laughs) there is almost like an app for that Instead of staying in like a Malibu mansion, you can come sleep on my grungy couch yeah. that, you know, people have slept on and dogs yeah. have peed on. Exactly. Or whatever. So <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know, though, it makes sense, though. That sounds like a real world thing someone it, would But, die. you know, I'm surprised that, 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 doesn't, that exist. doesn't exist. Already, right? I know. Whenever I first heard about Uber, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This right? is not a thing. Like, you could get killed. Like, anyone and their mother could just, like, uh-huh. But now everybody's you. doing it. I know. I know. I, I, Secret, I have not taken one Uber ride yet in my life. Seriously? I'm, wow. Seriously. Not a I single still, one. No. Wow. You may I be know, the only person. I know, I know right? <laughs> I, I'm afraid to just jump in and be like, all right, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. You know, so a hashtag, should I Uber my way home? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, Mitchell Blair, he comes in to the lab and basically asks everyone for a tight lip. That we do not gonna we're not gonna like expose any of the information on this because it's the senator's son's case right. and yeah. we don't want to, anything to get out before we really figure out what the heck happened. Yeah, you know it's kind of um, an interesting relationship that he has with the rest of the group because he is the boss. Yeah, you know he is Maggie's boss, and as much as we are used to going to Maggie for you know authority and kind of okaying things, he's actually the one that you know, calls the shots. So yeah. it's, it's kind of a new, interesting dichotomy that he brings to the relationships and kind yeah. of the stitch lab. So. I've never trusted that guy. <laughs> never have and never will until I get reason to because he is just sketchy. Like the, the, the way that he, you know, runs his business and, and very quiet and doesn't let anyone know mm-hmm. what the greater scheme of it is, it makes me nervous. And it's like, I, I really want to see, hopefully, like on episode 10, I want to know more about, you know, Kirsten's father and if, if she or if he may actually have something to do with Mitchell because like 
That's like one that's, of my theories. That's something I'm actually really worried about, just because we have we're building up to it that you know Daniel Stinger. I'm a, he's gonna come into play episode ten. You can't. Hopefully. I know. <laughs> you, you'd, I mean, I, I could just tell you. I don't have to look you. to look you in your eye. If you guys didn't, you know, it would be a tragedy. I think yeah, in I, television. I, I will say so. this: ten. Is is got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I'll just leave it to that. That's like every episode. Well, yeah, no, but this one in particular, you know, it's it's a culmination of kind of everything that's happening, and um, it's a really kind of just well paced episode. Right now, it's it's gonna move. Yeah, and my thing though is like because we put so much into Kristen's father, I'm almost worried that maybe we don't give you know the big Stitcher's mystery its due diligence. So I am hoping that it is all put together. You know, I know you can't tell me anything, but that's one thing. I think it would be a great setup for the fans if hey we get both of those teased a little bit because I think that's what everyone's waiting for. By the way, speaking of bosses, your boss Jeff wants to say hi. <laughs> By the way, Kelsey, Tina, Boo, we see all you guys. Thanks for joining yeah, us in the chat. For Thanks for tuning us. in. Yes, this is the second week, I think, in a row that Jeff has joined us on the live oh, chat. So he chats with us, lets us know. Do you have anything to say to your boss? <laughs> I don't know why he's watching. He should be, he should be writing season three. Right yeah, now. come so, on. <laughs> he's got to use his time wisely. Maybe he's watching while writing. writing. Maybe he's, right? he's getting ideas. Exactly. I like that. It's right? keep, keep watching. I got yeah. some for you, Jack. <laughs> yes. And um, we see Josh, and we originally think, okay, this guy's up to no good. And I mean, he kind of is. He's mm-hmm. like yeah, spying on good. girls while they come yeah, down on couch. You seem like a nice guy. Why you got to do that? <laughs> I know. Like, you can't, this, this is why I can't trust anyone in LA. It's yeah, like, this is why I don't Uber. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I definitely thought, okay, obviously he had it coming. Like, and he, I mean, yeah, he pretty, and, I mean, that's, that's pretty disgusting. That, you know? That's yeah, just, it is. Yeah, you know, there's you, really, you have no idea how nice this guy is. That might be the coldest I've ever heard you be about. <laughs> hey, you know what? You just have just to, like he had it coming. It's he like, had it coming. He deserved those bullets. Yeah. <laughs> With exactly. the silencer and yeah. point blank. Yeah. No, that's, I didn't know you had that evil in you. I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. But Go we ahead. basically find out he's a perv and, and someone created a fake profile to come and murder him Mm -hmm. and so at first i was thinking okay maybe you know this guy is being a little bit you know pervy and someone caught him and then you know it was like the dad of one of the dogs or something and then he was coming to get him you know and i was like hey you know what i mean that's a reasonable not reasonable but like you know what i'm saying like it could have happened because you know dads are really protective so i originally thought maybe that was what happened i actually thought you know because he's the senator's son someone's obviously trying to get at the senator you know through his family that's That's true that's also what i thought originally you know when i was reading yeah this kind of political angle yeah connected because because it seems like it's right there yeah exactly so when they went to through the business side that did hit me from left field because Mm -hmm. then it's like well, what does killing the kid have to do with the app? But obviously, yeah. you know, as we got into the episode, we saw why. Yeah. I know. I was wondering whenever, you know, he died and then we see the investor die. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen right. it yet. Yeah. I'm sure you have if you're watching the after show for the episode. Yeah, but what are you doing? Yeah, you come on. You seen it. <laughs> they wanted to see it's you, Thursday. Man. Yeah. I know. Come on. Like, a few <laughs> days behind here. You had Wednesday. I know. And, and you, you have, well, if... 
It's on tonight in his head, so I know. You seriously, tune in tonight. You, were like, you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, after, no, no. Two, after two days, you know your DVR is full, so you gotta yeah. watch Stitchers, so yeah. you're educated, and That's then right. make space for next week's episode. Exactly. There you go. I like that. Yeah. And Linus. See, Jeff, I have knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Linus's character, I mean, your character is. Um, we find out that his dad's surgery was pushed back again. Yes. And yes, have they like? I know that we kind of have an idea of like what's going on medically, but does your character even fully understand like what condition that he has? Yeah, you know, it's it's basically a. I think I think it was like a, Jeff might might have to yell at me for this, but <laughs> I, I want to say it's never written in the script, but yeah. I think Jeff told me, and I I wanted to say it was some sort of uh, either like uh, lymph node disease. Yeah, I didn't know it was specifically. Yeah. Both my parents are doctors as well, so if I mispronounce something, they're going to be like, yeah, like they'll be like, that is, that is not real. I didn't know. <laughs> you idiot. Like, they'll be like, all right, dad. That's great. So uh, I think it has something to do with his lymph nodes. Uh-huh. Um, so it is serious. And it is, you know, it does have the possibility of, of uh, killing him. You, yeah. know? you know, in terms of that, we don't, we don't know yet. You know, the episode, which I'm sure you'll get to, ends yeah. on, a, on a moment where he's basically getting wheeled off into mm-hmm. the OR, you know, so... I know. So it's it's a, it's a an emotional emotional time for Linus, yeah. for sure. And I feel like these past, like, two or three episodes have really started leading your character up for, like, an emotional breakdown. And I was like, it's going to happen. He's going to have an emotional <laughs> breakdown. It's going to happen. And i got to say, that scene was very powerful and thank he did an amazing job. Thank I you, thank love you, thank that. You. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we have a, we have a really great time with... Uh, with my parents on set. And, yeah. Uh, they just bring such a wonderful energy. They and, do. And uh, they're just fantastic. So, you know, when we're there, it's just like, it's always vibing. And it's, that relationship is very special to me because it's like the only thing I feel on the show that is completely almost unrelated mm-hmm. to the, the whole the whole Stitcher's mythology. Mm-hmm. It's really, we just get to see the characters kind of in home life, which is very different from the show. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit of that now with Cameron and Nina, but this is like very kind of like, just, it just has a different tone, you know, which I think is great to incorporate into the show when, you know, sometimes it gets a little heavy with the science and the monotony of, of the case that sometimes, you know, we can use it to lighten it up or we can use it to really kind of hit home emotionally. I know. Yeah. I I think that's what gives, uh, especially when you have these big sci-fi shows that really, you know, stretch that reality. That's what gets you grounded. I think that's what fans react to is, you know, the genuineness, you know, all the science and all the stuff that goes into the episode, we wouldn't care about if we didn't care about the people behind them, like Linus. We don't want anything bad to happen to his father. You know, you make him so charming. We don't want bad things to happen to Kirsten because she's trying so hard and is going Mm -hmm. through these things. That's what gives the Stitchers show substance, and I think that's what fans really react to, on top of the way that all the cool science is obviously presented. Yeah, you know, it's, it's... those are the things that obviously people are going to be able to relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's people can't relate to quantum mechanics yeah. and quantum physics. You know, yeah. I, mean? I can't relate to quantum mechanics and quantum physics. I can pretend to. Yeah, you do. A good <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's as a viewer, that's what you want to see. You want to see the relationships. You want to see how these characters grow. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of of movies and television. You see these people who you can relate to, kind of in these fantastic fantastic situations. Yeah. You know, and that's that's. 
magic. Right? Yeah. So. And and one thing I love about your character is that you can make us feel sad, and then all of a sudden, like you you have like the, we talked about this last week. You have one of the the best characters in that you have the best one liners. Because <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, it's just so great. Like sometimes we'll be like sitting there, like oh my gosh, like what are we gonna do? And then all of a sudden you'll you'll say a line, <laughs> and we're, it just throws us off, and we just start cracking up. But um, but that kind of happened in this scene whenever um, you know Linus was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and Camille's kind of like there for him. Yeah. And then she's like, I know what can make you feel better, and you're like all you're, excited. Yes. And, yeah. So, you what, know, what did you think Linus was thinking in that moment? <laughs> oh, I knew exactly what he was thinking. Yes. You, you want to tell us? No, no, I mean, I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm know sorry. If I'm allowed to, you know. Yeah. But um, it's okay, man. We're this we, is we're the all internet. on the same it's page. <laughs> we're on the internet, right? Anything goes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, she. I love. I no, love how she's like. No, I meant like go to the the vending machines. Numb nuts. And yeah. I was like, that is so great. Get the, some cookies. Yeah. The relationship between like your characters are just. It, it just brings a smile to our faces every week and and it's one of those things that honestly for me I root for that relationship to happen more than Kirsten and Cameron just because I don't know I feel Cam- like I came as huh? yeah I there feel like I, I relate to your <laughs> to your relationship more I just feel like it's I don't know. I feel like it's exciting and real. And right now, you know, Cameron's distracted with Nina and everything. That's true. So, which brings me to my biggest point that oh, I no. love talking about. I, I've been pushing this one for about a week or two now. I don't like. Sorry, I don't like Linus and Camille because okay. you know what? We've gotten two seasons of it, uh-huh. and it's been charming. But you know, <laughs> I feel like Linus. He has so much in his life, and Camille <laughs> provides. It's a lot of complicated backstory. It's true. It's true. He needs just a friend who he can really lean on, and he can't really have that emotion. I feel like when he and Cameron bro out, it just, they don't have that kind of friendship. Not that he can't trust Cameron. Uh So I always think that him and Kirsten, he could really (laughs) lean on her. And sometimes you don't realize how wonderful the person you have next to you. I actually (laughs) call it kindness. Kindness. Yes. K-I-N-U-S. I had this joke, because in season one, I don't have a single scene with Kirsten. Minus Kirsten, don't have a single scene. So season two, I was like, Jeff, I was like, dude, what's going on, man? I was like, you gotta put us together. Yeah. So he, they were like, all right. So I forget what episode number it was. I six. It was there was seven. the lawyers, Pretty Little yeah. Lawyers. Pretty little, Either yeah. six, six or seven. I, yeah, I believe it I was can't six or seven. Um, we have this our first official scene, kind of when we're going through the. Uh, it was a long time and coming. I could feel the, I could feel the, the tension cases. through the television, man. Hey, man, I, I, I pitched it. I don't know if anyone That's else bought great. it. I, I love it. I know. I, 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 well, uh, let me correct that. You know, according to Jeff, I, I saw felt the tension through the Freeform app now available. <laughs> on our t- yeah, yeah. Plug it. Plug it away. Right. Right. Jeff spoke to me. He's making dinner right now, so you know that's why he's not writing season three. I'm assuming right. oh. that's what he wanted wow. to let you know. Also, Becca, we see you. She's watching. She, <laughs> All the way from Cabo. Be hey, sitting, Becca. Yeah, she would be sitting right here. I'm we sure miss she has you. Questions yes. for we you. miss you so much. Yeah, she'd be right here. Yeah. So you know, I gotta <laughs> ask you because that moment with Camille, you know. You have that very charming relationship with mm-hmm. Alison Scagliotti. The chemistry is really works well on screen. I gotta ask for you, what's it like building that with her? Like when you first met her, and you guys understand, hey, we're gonna be in each other's business yeah. as a job for a job for a while. Yeah, yeah. How do you even develop that? Uh, you know, she's she's very professional, and okay. um, she kind of you know just took me under her wing and just, you know, just showed me the ropes a little bit. You know, for me, it was my first, you know, uh, intimate scene on Uh, camera. Wow. Uh, So I was really nervous. And I basically just told her, I was like, hey, I'm really nervous. Um, 
so yeah, so you know, I don't want to make a fool of myself. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But she was cool. She was very sweet, and it's it's sometimes part of the job. Yeah, and, and you realize that, and that's kind of what you're gonna do. The scenes, people always ask me this, and it's for me at least personally. It's always kind of uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. You have a camera in your face. Right. There's like 20 it's not people romantic around. At all, no, right? not at all. People think like, "Oh, they must be in love." That's not how it is. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like one of those things. It's very choreographed and it's not natural mm-hmm. at all. It's like there's I, a guy with like a grip, you know, in the back. Yeah, no. Like, we had the prop guy cuz in um, season 1 when we first hook up, right. they, we missed the phone call, right? Cuz we're yeah, hooking up cuz right. they're uh, Cameron and Kirsten are on the pier and they're getting mugged. Yeah. And they're like trying to send the distress call and we missed the phone call. So we have the prop guy literally like this close to our face <laughs> while I'm on top of her and he's just like sitting there and he's like, Did you get the shot? Did you get the shot? And we're just making out and he's like, I can't do this anymore. Oh I can't do gosh. this anymore. <laughs> you know? So it's like, and, you know, obviously when you see it on television, you're like, wow. But that if you like were just to pull back about five feet, you'd see the lights, you'd see our prop guy with the cell phone shoving it in my yeah. face and it's just, you know that's so it's great. movie match. See, I know, I know. So many people think that it's like this, this like quiet, intimate thing. No, no, you're no, over no, here, no, and no. the camera guys are hiding behind a glass. You know, yeah, no, 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 no. They're like you have the director yelling notes that I can't repeat. You know, it's like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, like, no, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I gotta imagine. Sometimes you have to in an intimate scene, you have to give a little more uh, chemistry, a little more heat to put yes, it that way. And yeah. sometimes got to pull back. Exactly. Do you exactly. guys struggle with that, like any other actor and actress? You know, it's it's something that we just kind of we'll just discuss. We we do kind of we'll talk about how we're gonna move and you know make sure with the director that it's not awkward looking. Yeah, a lot of, of times it's like uh, 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 yeah, you, know, you don't want to make it look robotic, right? But you also want to make it look appropriate, <laughs> right? Right, and so that that's kind of based on the characters where they're feeling in the moment, what does the situation entail? It, I approach it like any other sort of acting decision. You know if. If her and I got into a fight, you know, I do the same sort of preparation that I would do. It's if part of the we, job. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the job. You know that I would do if we were gonna make out. You know. So. Yeah, I understand. So, so, so I get you talk about this your first uh, essentially intimate scene on camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're such a nice guy, so I want to give you a bit of leeway for it. Do you think that Linus thinks Camille has become a better kisser from season <laughs> oh one to season gosh. two? <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I mean, after so many, so much time together, you know, as an actor, I'm just curious. As an act, I mean, <laughs> how much would she, to would she kill you if she, you said anything but a ten? She would kill me. Yeah, okay. she yeah, would kill right. me. I'm sure if you guys meet Allison, <laughs> yeah, she'll kill we'll, me. We'll ask her that question. But right, you know, right. she yeah. may throw me under the bus. That's but true. That's, like, but I, you know, he's you know, but I, I'm, I'm tough. <laughs> if right. I if I you know throw her under the bus, she I don't know what would happen. She, I got you. She'd yeah, be upset and then come after me. So that's right. And we have to have you guys you know on good terms. If hopefully season three, we gotta we gotta yeah, have them on yeah, good terms. Okay, you know, okay. It's just like. Do you, if you have a girlfriend, would you ever say your girlfriend's a bad kisser? You know what? If I was on live camera, has to be honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know. You know. I, if I, I was, if, if, if any of us, you, you know, know, if we were married, I'd definitely. Uh, you know what? Hey, if give, your husband was like, my wife's not. A good I gotta kisser. say that's this. It, that's you know, the end of the marriage. <laughs> that's it. Hey, I will say this. I asked you with a purpose, not just to you know make you blush a little bit for us on after No, it's all good. But in all honesty. 
there is so much more emotional tension, I feel like, between Linus and Camille this season compared to the last you know, one. Absolutely, and it, and it kind of stems off of season... For season two, we, I really wanted to focus on Linus's kind of emotional growth, you know, and right. that's kind of what's happening in the situations that are occurring in his life. He's gotten over the fact that Cameron believes that Camille would be better at, you know, leading the stitches. He, he understands his role in the lab and... Mm-hmm that we all function as a team. So he's got to do whatever he can to be the biggest asset he can to the team. Of course. And then sort of dealing with the personal life of his dad getting sick. You know, we... Everyone in the show of the main characters, you know, kind of has emotional baggage, you know. Um, Definitely. Uh, Cameron, his his mom, you know, his, his relationship with his mom is a little estranged. Mm-hmm. We learn about his his dad who basically, you know, was doing some shady stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Kirsten running around finding her parents, right? Yeah. The theme of the show, and and you know Camille's family background. They how she's kind of also very distant in her relationship with her brother. But Linus is very very polished, mm-hmm. and it's kind of this opportunity is is a life experience for him to learn from, and both with Camille and his parents and his relationship with Cameron and kind of his his role in the lab and it's an opportunity for him to to grow and mature mm-hmm. right so this is kind of puts a puts a ding on his life you know and and, yeah. and you know life isn't perfect yeah right? and you know? so. i gotta is that something you're proud of because i feel like out of all the characters we've come to know in stitchers i feel like linus is the one we've seen visibly grow the most i'm gonna just put it bluntly organically you know mm-hmm. we've seen you know he seems like, like you said, very polished guy, very, you know, yeah, yeah, button-up yeah. shirt like yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he has this very fun girl suddenly seem to change him a bit. Yeah, yeah. We see the drama between them gr- have him grow as a person. Now we see him really being mature. And, yeah, that's Camille did obviously mention it. But also, you know, you must be very proud of just how linus has really grown as a person and you've been able to portray that you know is that something for you yeah absolutely you know a big big part of linus for me is his honesty and just kind of how he's just very earnest and almost he's he's very affable but he's almost honest to a fault where it hurts him sometimes Mm -hmm. and he does wear his emotions on his sleeve but there's something very genuine about that you know he's not afraid of expressing his emotions so if he does get into an argument with Cameron, it's very kind of straightforward and it comes from always, you know, a good place. And when he's upset with everybody, everybody knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. And it's not that he's, like, whiny, per se, Hmm. although in episode, was it nine? Season one, he got a little whiny. But he was upset, you know? It was kind of... He, he was a little bit heartbroken because his two best friends, basically, were like, yeah, you're not good enough uh, to run the lab. So... But it's approaching his character from a sense of honesty, you know, and that's what I think makes him so likable, is that people respect him because of that. Mm -hmm. You know, even though he may make a fool of himself with the ladies or, you know, he gets, you know, tripped up at work or he's just a goofball in general. Mm -hmm. You know, he's always thinking about sex every time Camille makes some sort of like maybe on the line joke. And he's like, oh, really? You know, it's like. But for me, to it's like, credit, I, want the aud- yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. I, I want the audience to truly yeah. believe that's, that's Linus, yeah. you know, that's Linus. And there's, there's kind of a, uh, 
just a softness to him, you know. It's just, it's kind of funny. Yeah. So well, you know, that's, that's what I'm hoping that people are enjoying. Yeah, with him, and so. like speaking of like the softness and stuff, like we have started to see a little bit of that in Kirsten. You know, now that she is able to feel more emotions and stuff. Yes. So we've started to see that, and and what I really love from the scene was that awkward scene where she was talking to Cameron and was like, "Oh, I, I was okay with you and Nina," and he's like, "Was." Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And it was so awkward, and I love fun. it when she, she gets like, yeah, I, I am, I am okay with it. She, like, leaves, and then he's just, like, sitting there smiling. And that's what breaks my heart is you see that there's still, like, a relationship there. And and, he, and he's torn between, you know, should I should I go with Nina, who's this girl who's, who's there in front of me, like, ready to be in a relationship mm-hmm. and committed, mm-hmm. or this girl who sometimes feels emotions, and she's so busy, you know, chasing her dad that she doesn't have time for me emotionally. Yeah, you know, Kirsten in in the season two, it's kind of interesting because we as an audience have to watch her both experience these emotions and kind of learn how to deal with them. Mm -hmm. You know, she basically has no experience with dealing with these situations, Mm -hmm. you know, with her her relationship with Liam was just very black and white. Yeah, we dated. Yeah, Yeah. it's over. Yeah, I don't care. You know, I got to focus on my job and focus on finding my dad. Whereas now with Cameron... Things are getting complicated, and you know Cameron obviously backing away and has another interest. It's mm-hmm. the first time that she's probably really dealing with sort of this intricate level of jealousy. Yeah, because she had an opportunity, and she messed but, it up, and now it's not there. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh shit, you know, did I mess up? Is he happier? Maybe I we're good friends, so it's just like he's happy, so I'm happy. But yeah, I was like, well, maybe I'm not happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and like the whole time she's telling Ivy this story, and and Ivy is kind of picking up on it. She's like, okay, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, what's going oh on yeah, here? you're just friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the girl, I totally girl talk. Believe that. Yeah, yeah. And the girl talks in full effect. She's like, exactly. oh, She's got a crush on this. Yeah, kid. you know. And I, I mean? love <laughs> that because they're 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 you know, half sisters and they don't know anything about each other, but they're already you know picking up on little yeah, things, and yeah. it's so it's so human, and I love that because. Because, you know, it does take a break from all the science type of stuff. And you're like, oh, this is like a real, real thing happening right now. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things I love about episode nine is kind of how the, the characters really grow and how the case is also involved in yeah. pushing the relationships and the, with the characters. So it's, it's, it's just very refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. And we see basically to wrap this kind of up, we have like a little bit more to go in yeah. before we get to fan questions. But I did like how we, you know, we finally learn more about, you know, Josh becoming like a VIP host for this zip couch. And then we're wondering, okay, like what does his involvement have to do with any of this? And then the investor comes in and the investor basically finds out that, that this guy is a, a fake. Like he's scamming them. And his, his grand scheme was to run away with this money and get all the, the money he could mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. an app. Right. And then kind of make it fail and then run away with his money. I don't think he may have thought in his mind that it was going to end up this, like, public or dramatically. Yeah. But... You know, it's, it's it's sort of, he's done this before. Mm-hmm. He's done this with other, you know, startup ventures. Yeah. And he he gets, uh, you know, the he gets investments that are over their target goal, mm-hmm. tanks the company. So then he just basically, whatever is left over the profits that he has from those over investments, right. he just keeps for himself. Yeah. Yeah. That 3000% uh, and he didn't give back his 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That was, um, yeah, I think he says, he says he puts in 50%, but then I think one of the people they, they interrogate says that they, he should only have 25% in. Yeah. And I, Ivy is my like numbers a, are correct. Ivy's like a key person in the scene. Cause she's like finding out herself. She's like, give me a computer. Like I need to know right now. Yeah. And she gets on there and she sees this guy's records and it's like, you know, Personally, if hopefully a season three will happen, and if it does, I could see Ivy be, like being a part of the Stitchers team and being like another person to be able to hack things and, and uh, go in and really find out information about people because she seems to be very knowledgeable about all that kind of stuff. Well, 
Fingers you, crossed. You guys may be onto something. Jeff? Yes. Yeah, I, I have to say, uh, I'm, I've looked through that chat. You know, one of the biggest things, Jealous Kristen is the funniest thing. I agreed with that. That was also... I, we have a lot of comments. Everyone is asking, you know... One, how could I ask you that? Oh, so I'm sorry, Ritesh. <laughs> um, I've been, so. It's okay. I've gotten weirder questions. Yeah, yeah, but um, you guys do make it look so real. It's I like guess. it must be when you film it. But um, yeah. everyone wants to know. We need season three. We want season three. I know Jeff is pushing it. Yeah. You know, for, for you, you know, hey, the fans are watching. What do you want to tell them about, hey, if they're supporting their show... What can they do? You know, uh, first of all, I just want to thank all the fans for all the support they've been giving us for the last two seasons. And we see all of your tweets and your Instagram posts. You know, there's a lot of, um, there's a the handle, I think, uh, hashtag Renew Stitchers, I think, three. three yeah. Three? yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Renew Stitchers three. So you guys just post as much as you can, sort of just bombard Freeform, yeah. just annoy the hell out of them. You know, exactly. They're, they're in here now. She's like, yeah. <laughs> no, no. But seriously, you know, the freeform. I think they they take a uh, big stock into what their fans think. Yeah. So you guys just keep tweeting, keep posting, and you know they'll they'll hear you. Your voice is important. You know, so it's it's important that you guys are involved, and just just speak your mind and be heard. If you love the show, tell the world you love the show. Tell your friends. Watch it up in DVR. Watch yeah. it on the app, the Freeform app. Yes. Check it out on Hulu. You know, anything you guys are doing to help the cause moves us one inch closer to renewal. Because yes. we have no idea if we're going to get renewed. And um, at this point, I literally have no information. So yeah. it's, it's See, that's the thing. Different. I 110% believe you because I know that these these shows don't tell you until probably the day of or like maybe a, hopefully a week or two before telling the fans right. and i've seen exactly of, yeah you know, a lot of the different shows that we cover here and they don't know and they're just in the dark as, as we are well when, when we got renewed for season two i don't even remember how it happened like i don't remember getting a phone call i just remember seeing a press release and you're like oh yeah. cool. <laughs> i just remember seeing a press release and be like Oh, nice! We got renewed. I mean, like, then Kyle and I called each other, and we're like, "Yeah, we have jobs." It's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, you know. And then, then we posted on Instagram yeah. and Twitter, and then everyone else knows, and then the word then spreads. And, yeah. But like, there wasn't, you know, there's no like secret phone call I get from Jeff. Yeah. He, Jeff probably was, did call me that day. Yeah. But I think I remember seeing a, a, a press release first, mm -hmm. or a text from Kyle. It was one of the two. So. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's a like down to the wire type thing. Yeah. So like let's say yeah. let's say for example you you know God willing the show gets renewed on Monday. When would you guys start shooting after that? How quick is that uh, turnaround? You know, it just kind of depends on the on the network schedule. Right. What shows they have slated, um, kind of where they need to fill in the blanks. Yeah, yeah. you know, so it's also scheduling because we also have to get our our crew. Of course, as much as you know, we have our cast. Our crew is just as important. So we want to get as many right. people as we can to come back and, and just you know keep the consistency of quality the same and you know get even better. So yeah. it's it's. Right. There's a lot of like just logistical things yeah. that have to work out yeah. once there's a renewal that's happening. That's yeah. that's all the boring and stuff. And just because <laughs> it just because it sounds like such a quick turnaround, you oh, know, no. for you guys like, you know, you don't know, but then it's like, hey, I got to get back to what how am I going to grow Linus now? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, we'll we'll all have those conversations about where the story is going and then cool. you know kind of the, the the writers will get together and they'll brainstorm and they'll have their writers room. They'll, they'll obviously start 
you know, a couple months probably before we start shooting. Right. A couple weeks. So, you know, it's 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 a it's big a quick turnaround, yeah. Yeah. Big creative process. Yeah. You know, so Exactly. And Freeform has so many new shows coming out this yeah. year and I'm so excited to like see them and everything that Freeform does, I feel like they, they really like step it up and take it to the next level because you know, we see all these shows that are similar on different networks and I feel like Freeform they especially ever since the new name change, they've exactly. really kinda stepped it up, made it more edgy, more creative, and I just love that they, they give their actors so many so much room to grow their characters yeah and and that's kind of what the rebranding was about you know they creating this new identity with these new slates of shows and you know really sort of making an impact in in that demographic Mm -hmm. and you know season two that's what it was about you know see our first episode was you know 2.2.0 yeah and uh i've you know i hope we've we've done that and accomplished that and if we get a season three you know it's uh onwards i remember one of the big things for freeform because when i first heard that name it confused me i'm like because I'm so used to ABC Family. <laughs> ABC yeah. Family, no, it's true. Yeah, it's ingrained. you know, it, it was a very new feeling. But then I read the thing, you know, Freeform, you know, has that freedom. And it's a lot of firsts that a lot of characters go through. Whether it be, you know, first jobs, first real love. Maybe first time they have a kiss on camera. It's <laughs> true. I'm a, I'm a Freeformer. Yeah, yes. and you know what? I thought, hey, Stitchers, <laughs> when you think about that, you know what? They really did. Freeform as a brand in... As a whole, but Stitchers really, they did hit that on the mark with Stitchers. It's like, hey, this is a lot of firsts for a lot of characters, yeah. and it really fits that that so, tagline. So I, I hope the network's listening. To I know. I, say, <laughs> I love how, yeah, it, it does catch like the first time of a lot of people, you know, the things in their life. And I think that's what's so relatable is because, you know, a lot of people watching are anywhere from, I don't know the age, but like I'm 20. And so I feel like... It's true. I feel like it. Like I'm, I'm into it. I'm like, yes, this is happening. This is real life stuff. Like this stuff. It's true. I mean, yeah. it's great. And but, like for you, one of the big things, you know, with uh, Linus moving out of his house for yeah. the first time. How many fans did you have just talking to you? Like, oh my goodness, I was so nervous too. Yeah. Well, it was. It's funny because like you know, being Indian, like moving out of your house is a big deal as yeah. they portrayed in the oh, show. I'm you know, so I'm, like yeah, it's very right similar. It's very I'm similar. Right with you. So the culture is very similar. You know, and and it's funny because. <laughs> I, I grew up in New York and I, I went to NYU, so it wasn't, nice. I, home was only an hour away from me, yeah. so it's like I could go home and do my laundry if I got lazy. <laughs> I was like, mom, I'm coming home, you yeah. do my laundry for me. <laughs> and so it wasn't until I graduated and I moved to LA, which I really felt, I was like, oh man, I'm I'm moving. Oh, like man. now I'm actually moving out. Yeah. And it was a very, very interesting experience because I was very homesick. Like yeah. I did not like LA at all. <laughs> I was really? like, I want to go back to New York. That's I'm crazy. an East Coast guy. Yeah. <laughs> I actually moved here two years ago by myself. I was still 17 at the time uh, from Missouri. And I wow. just like picked up and I moved out here. And I've been it's out here brave. ever since. Thank you. It's it's crazy. But it, I mean, that's why I can relate to like a lot of your, the characters from yeah. the show. It's, you know, you're, you're on your own. You're doing things. You know, you're, you're kind of an adult, kind of like coming out of your... your Exactly. Exactly. You know, it was just that kind of Linus, you know, still was in his parents' house, you know, with probably the stickers and the teddy bears (laughs) and Ninja Turtles, stuffed animals, whatever, you know. And, uh, the, you know, gets a smart, smart, smart house, smart yeah. apartment, and, and then gets robbed and, yeah. I was and moves say, in yeah. with Cameron. Yeah. So. I was going to say, bro, I, if I knew that when I moved out, I'd get an apartment like Linus, you could, my parents would be like, 
bye. bye. Yeah. They'll be like, Sita, they're like, why aren't you paying our mortgage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, if I knew I was gonna have that many cool toys. Yeah. But I feel like every every time we move out, I feel like everyone has like a, a moving moving out story. Yeah. You know, just something oh, something stupid. You know, yeah. like out on their own and you have no idea. I know. And I love how your like your parents in the episode, they're so like kind of upset. Or at least the father is. He's kind of upset that you're moving out. And then, you know, Camille comes in and you know they just like adore Camille. Yeah, which yeah. And, like the scene She's a saving grace. I know. And like yeah. it's a serious scene, you know, whenever your father is in the hospital getting ready to go into operation and and you know, Camille comes in and it's just everyone gets so yeah. happy yeah. and you know, she brings him the food and he I just love the relationship that they have and it's so sad that they literally think that, you know, Camille is your girlfriend and it's not like that. And and so, no, well, you know, it's, they're, they're, you know, the Indian parents always want to get their children married off yeah. immediately. It's like, oh, you're done with college? Okay, let's get married. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> it. It's like some so, episode wherever And then it, once it you get married, there's probably like a week, you know, whatever. You have your honeymoon. You have a week to, to move into wherever you, you're moving in. And then the next question is, okay, let's talk about grandkids. Oh, my it's gosh. Like, and you're like, so it's like, all right, all right, mom, just relax. It's going to be okay. He has had this conversation <laughs> so, before. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like you're speaking from experience. Yeah, know, hey, on that note, um, real quick, Jeff, wanted to say, you know, great show. So thank you for watching. But, um... I find that, you know, they love Camille so much, I can only imagine how happy they're going to be if Linus brought Kirsten. No. Oh, he's still pushing it? it? Yes, I love it. I just think, you know, she she's so, you know, such a, has a fortitude mentally that she could be his rock through a difficult time. You know, and she could pick him up in the tough times. But you times. know what? Right now, that is Camille because we see in the episode she, you know, holds his hand at the end whenever, you know, he breaks down and he's crying. But you he's know, caused her so much heartbreak, you know, Dakota. I, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's funny. It's funny that you guys are bringing this yeah. up because it's something that we've, Jeff and I have actually kind of discussed. Um, right. You know, I don't want to give away too much mm -hmm. just about Kind it's of just, just as religious, you know, kind of in <laughs> in uh, the the episode where they they go and they inv investigate the airplane. Kind of that conversation they have when he's like, you know, what he sees the phone call from Liam, mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, it's okay, I believe you. Uh, I took that as a big, big, big maturity moment for Linus because he understands what Camille was doing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. why she did it, and to me, it felt like a moment of okay, like. I'm going to give you your space and you're going to do what you need to do for work. I understand that your work comes before our relationship mm -hmm. in a respectful way. Yeah. And to me, it's like, hmm, I wonder if he realizes maybe she's not the one, you know, yeah. that I want to pursue. And that's yeah. kind of growing up, you know, it's, it's like always when you, you first fall in love and you it ends or you know something happens you know where there's there's turbulence it's kind of it's jarring you don't yeah. know what to do oh, you definitely. feel so confused and that was i think a first for linus his first you know in his head his real relationship or well, even though as a viewers it was obviously just kind yeah. of like the him chasing her yeah but in his head I, I viewed you know linus views it as his first real relationship yeah and um first real heartbreak yeah you know so it's like how does he recover from that? right and like the mm. the relationship we see with you know the love triangle between kirsten cameron and nina and the end you know cameron mm. decides to go with nina for the time being at least yeah. you know, and linus swoops in. in for the rebound and that's it. It. yes there we go my <laughs> man oh my goodness i'm so glad hey, hey you see that he's in he's in yes. season three let's make it happen <laughs> <laughs> no but um hey i gotta say you know 
I want us to wrap it up because we haven't even gotten to the I end know. of the episode. Yeah. Nina. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. oh no, it's all good, bro. We could have you here. Hey, we'll have you on for the Pretty Little Liar show yeah, now that's too. True. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I that's know it right. doesn't make sense, but you know what? It we're good It'll with work. it. We'll make <laughs> it happen. Um, Nina, I feel like forced Cameron, like, and I kind of got it because you know. For me, you know, when I'm watching that scene, I'm thinking, well, obviously she's jealous because here she is waking up in his bed. Yeah. And he's dreaming about that blonde girl who he doesn't even know is in the bodysuit, which I got to imagine is very awkward for Emma Ishta to like have to do. You know, I think she's she's a pro at it now. Yeah. She basically she just, just hops right in. She, she jumps in the tank. Exactly. The tank is yeah. like a jacuzzi. Yeah. She'll complain. She complains about it all the time. But thought, like, it's jacuzzi know. warm. People bring her Cheetos. That's so great. Every interview I go on, I tell everyone that she eats I'm gonna, Cheetos. I'm going to be looking now for so. like a Cheeto floating by, like in the water. Oh, no, 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 you, you may find one. So, uh, no, she's a pro. Slow-mo. She, she gets a little lonely because sometimes we'll all go into the, to the conference room yeah. and yeah. we'll all be laughing and she'll just be sitting in the tank. And oh. like, if you ever, if you guys get ever the opportunity to come to set, uh, you'll see like the conference room really overlooks the whole lab and you can just see her and she's like... What are you guys talking about? Aww. What are you guys talking about? We're just, just like, we're like, just, just shut up. Just shut up. Get back. <laughs> That's crazy. That's so great. No, no it's really cute. She's a sweetheart. So. Yeah. She seems like it. Um, I've seen interviews with her. Seems really great. But yeah, I thought Nina really forced that. And, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of did, a, a, I don't want to say a bit of a girl thing, but she played her cards like, well, you could have the dream or you could have all this. Yeah. You know, she, and she, she was, yeah, exactly. So I thought, you know. You know, yeah. All right, I get why Cameron made the decision he made, but yeah. we saw the promos. We're gonna get to that soon, yeah. but um, it's She's, not over I, yet. I, I agree with her. She's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, she has a point. She has a point. He he committed to her. Yeah, and um, it's not fair to like you exactly. know leave her hanging. She needs to know. You know, she just wanted happening. some 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 honesty. Yeah, yeah but she I, was ve- she was very frank about it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I would be too if secretly I was plotting to take down the Stitchers organization <laughs> by. See, attacking their weakest link that almost died in season one. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't like. I mean, he likes the character, but he, yeah. he thinks. I think we all. I, I, I think Nina. You know, Scott, it's some, something. The, something's going on. She's too her. nice. If I, if uh-huh. I found a girl and she's like, oh, I love comic books and making dinner, it's like you're perfect. What's wrong? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. What's wrong? Yeah, exactly. It's always, you know what? You're the, too good to be true, true, Nina. I'm yeah. sorry. And the but, same um, thing happens with like with Ivy's character. For me, I think she's just so like quote unquote normal in the fact that she's like in the dark mm-hmm, about all of this mm-hmm, yep. and you know we see you know she comes out of her shell a little bit she's like does all the stuff on the computer they go and they confront um, the main guy from Zip Couch and he's you know taken away and, and in that moment I was like see she knows more than she's letting on she, sw- when she yeah. hacked the computer that's what I was like I was like Ooh. oh no you're too smart to just be normal <laughs> I, you know miss I used to be you know what, what did she say she was I she's miss a teacher that. no but like she, she said I Banking. She banking. did. She did banking, and then she teaches computers. computers. To, I don't work at Wells Fargo, but I'm pretty sure they don't teach you to do that on I'm the not. computer. <laughs> I'm just saying, or Bank of America, or Chase, or whatever provider you have. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm. But she seems, you know, so sweet. So we're gonna find we'll out. We'll find out. You know, May, I, I've thought maybe there's a third party we don't even know, and that's gonna just be the yeah. from well, the field. A lot of the things you guys are talking about will. Uh, 
will be brought we up. We will yeah, find out. I'm glad. Yeah, so. All will be revealed. And kind something of that actually really shocked me, and this is like one of the main parts of the episode, is at the very end, Kirsten gets the call from Liam, and he's, he says he's going to be honest with her. He's going to let her know everything she needs to know. She goes to meet him. She hears the gunshot over mm-hmm. the phone. She finds him in the alleyway. And now, the main thing that I saw on Twitter was everyone was like, all right, it's time to stitch into Liam. They didn't even mourn the death. They were ready to stitch in. Well, to you got to think, out. like, remember, you guys, if I'm not mistaken on the show, you only have like t- 24 hours after the bodies died to stitch Correct. in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's why, you know, unfortunately, you don't get a week to mourn. You know, it's you true. have to jump it's right true. in. For Emma, literally jump right in. Yeah. So. That one was crazy because I thought that he was going to, you know, we were going to see a bit of um, L- Liam and uh, th- I can't believe I'm blanking the officer, the detective Fisher. Fisher, Fisher. Yeah, Fisher. Yes, I thought we were going to see a Liam Fisher maybe have to throw down, yeah. you know, maybe Linus is going to have to help hey, out. Yeah. And I'm always, I'm always for, down to throw, you know, make up for that time Camille right. beat up the brother, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I thought that was going to happen. So that threw me because now, well... One of, one of these players is going to come out of the shadows as an antagonist. Yeah. And we don't know which one. We Nina, don't know. Yeah. Ivy, is someone maybe on the inside. I don't know. I thought Linus is a little too nice sometimes, maybe. <laughs> you never <laughs> you know. never yeah. know. But, never you know, know. one so, of them is coming, <laughs> I'd assume. So, you know what? That got me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I can't wait for the season finale. Yeah. It's going to be a great season finale, and I can't wait. But really quick before we leave, we'd like to get into a few fan questions. Wonderful. Um, yes. We have um, one of our main viewers who's always tuning in. Her name is Tina underscore Hororka on Twitter, and she was would like to ask you... If if you could stitch into any dead TV slash movie character, who would it be and what would you want to know? Ooh, I love any that question. dead TV slash movie character? Yeah. Wow. Huh, I mean, that's a hard first one. First I was like, who's that's dead? Good. I know. And well, then who's a character? Or I mean, right? if they died. If they if died. They oh, if, if so they died. it could be one of your favorite characters and if they died, you could stitch into them, see, you know, find out how they died or just like wanted to see a little bit more of their memories and um, how they would Who would I want to stitch into? This is tough. This but Cotto, while he thinks about it, can you think of someone you would want to stitch into? Um, I was going to say I would I would have to stitch into somebody from Game of Thrones. I just don't know who yet. There we go. Yeah, there you go. I don't know who. I would want to stitch into probably someone from Pretty Little Liars that died <laughs> so I could get more answers because... Yeah. That's probably who I would pick. Someone like uh, I would like to stitch into Cece, Cece Drake. Cece Drake. That that sounds like a good one. Because then I'm, we would find out, you know, we everything we need to know. That's you know? it. You yeah. know, uh, so the show ends. I'm yeah. a big CW <laughs> fan. I'd want to stitch into Black Canary. They got rid of that character on that show, and you know, on Arrow. So I was um, that's the one I think I would pick. So, a Game of Thrones, you're a big Game of Thrones guy. Yeah. Winner, hey, winner is back. For you guys, it, so it is. fun times. It I is. think I heard you answer this um, on one of your freeform promo videos for when you went in for the live chat last week or this week. But um, the Kitty Cat Bunny wants to know what your favorite episode from season two is. I believe you said it was this one, right? Yeah, it was actually nine. Nine is my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just it's like beautifully yeah. written, beautifully structured. It looks gorgeous, and you know a lot of stuff happens that kind of sets up for the finale. Yeah, I always fi- I always find that you know. The, <laughs> the penultimate episodes are always very kind of exciting because mm-hmm. they got to rush and like kind of get to yeah. the end and just like they got to set up set for up, the set knockout up, punch. Yeah, set up, which is always very kind of um, yeah. the anticipation. I, I like that. So, yeah. yeah. 
And I know it's so funny when you posted the photo the other day, I was telling you earlier with Dom Sherwood. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> online was like, oh my gosh, there's going to be a Shadowhunters, Stitchers. Yeah, like, maybe. Crossover, um, but um, you know, can some, you imagine? Weird yeah. dimension. I don't think the fans are, they're not ready for they're it. They're not ready. I don't they're, think so. I, but people's heads would melt. You know, Zola, um, Zola Hees was the one who asked, if, if there was a possibility for a crossover, who would you like to see? Like, would it be like a Shadowhunters or what show would you like to cross over with if, if you were able to write and be oh, able man. for it? Uh, would it be like a comedy like Baby Daddy or something? That would be kind of funny. That's what I would choose. That would be kind of funny if you just like young and hungry accidentally right. yes. stumbled into the lab because they were at the Chinese restaurant <laughs> upstairs. And they were like, just, they just like, that. oh yeah, no, your coats are in the back. And they just, that would be where great. the hell are we? Right. Yeah, like, Even if it was something subtle yeah, like that, yeah. people would absolutely lose their minds. Um, and let's see, Zalais also wants to know if you could spend a day with Linus, what would you do, like, with Linus? Honestly, I'd probably play video games with him. Exactly, all day. that's what I would do with Linus. I would just, like, drink beer. <laughs> I'd definitely take advantage of his parents and have them cook Indian yes. food. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. He seems like a guy who has, like, the whole wall screen TV in his oh, house. Oh, yeah, he's hooked yeah. up. Call, that, call, no. call Cameron, call the girls over too, just enjoy Call of Duty. In, in that part, both. <laughs> <laughs> Both Kyle and I are very kind of similar to her characters. Yeah. You know, Kyle comes over a lot and we, Just we, play, we play 2K, NBA 2K a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, so. yeah are you picking the Warriors for the final? I, I'm, yeah, I'm going Warriors. Over Cavaliers and LeBron? Uh, you know, I don't know. I think it'll go to seven games, though. All right. But I'm going to choose I'm gonna choose the Warriors over the Cavs. All right. It's on. It's going to be <laughs> right, fun. Some sports we have talk one right prediction. Here. Yeah. All right, any, uh, uh, really quick, was there any other fan question you wanted to ask real quick before we wrap up? You know what? I, the biggest ones we've all actually already gotten to. Tina, we asked your question. I'm glad you got your answer. Yes. And they just... Big questions about season three. What can they do? You did a great job. And Thank I think you. we... I think Freeform's heard it. The fans... Or more educated. Um, yeah, like I said, I think, just tag them, tag them, tag them, tag them. I think finally the last one, uh, Becca wanted us to ask you, I know we don't have time for 23 things, but what are at least three things you like, like about Jeff Schechter? Because he was talking <laughs> about that on Twitter before we came on the he, air. He submitted for the hashtag ABTV wow. Ask Linus. Three things that I like about Jeff Schechter. Hmm, this he's is putting, really good. He's writing season yeah. three while eating dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to be uh, careful what you say because your job is okay, on the Well, he... The, He's actually a good boss. I will say that okay, he's good. very, he's very, he's actually very fair. Anytime that any of us have a qualm or a question or a conversation, he's always open to discussing, which is actually very kind of professional and, and hard to find, surprisingly. Yeah. Right. So he's that's one. Two, um, I don't know. I think that's it. It's just one thing. That's I like. You know, no, 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 He's a big, he's a big, big, big Star Wars fan and, uh-huh. and oh, okay. a big, big, uh, like classic Batman. Ooh, is, cool. He has a lot of the action figures. I'm totally blowing up his spot in his office. <laughs> yeah. He's got all the figurines. <laughs> that's like, awesome. Like that you that's can't cool. touch. Yeah. Like one of those. You can look at them. Yeah, you can't look at one of those. No flash photography. No lines. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like the spray that gets rid of like you know, body sweat. <laughs> yes. That's cool. Um, and third thing, third thing, he he believes in me. That's right. that's awesome. That's awesome. I wouldn't, awesome. I wouldn't be here without him. That's ultimately hey, that's great. That's you know what? I that's think that's a great that, to leave. Great point to leave the show on. Yeah, I think. exactly. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for this having is, me. This guys. was a crazy episode. I hope that we kind of got through most of it. I think we did. But again, where can everyone find you on social media? At Tesh Rajan, the T E S H R A J A N. That's on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. Facebook is my full name, Ritesh Rajan. 
All right, what yeah. about you? Hey, guys, you can catch me talk NBA Finals, Stitchers, whatever, at Double G on TV. And you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Join us next week because we have the Season 2 finale, and we cannot wait to talk about it with you guys, so make sure to tune in. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.